Hello, I'm Vada. I'm Carlo. And you're listening to VCR. Welcome back. Yay, welcome back. So, Carlo, me and you have done this type of episode before, but we're going to do a part two. Uh, no, no whimsical story about how we fell off of an article and we <laughs> inspired us. No, we went back to the well, looked at it, and like, oh, yeah. we should do a part two to this. <laughs> so, some more uh, advice maybe you you didn't get either. Uh, <laughs> they either had to discover, stumble upon, or seem so obvious that no one felt that they should tell you. Exactly. Exactly. And and that's what we're here. We give advice to grown, middle-aged, marginally employed men giving you life advice. <laughs> it, it's more like, it's more like, I, I just like, in case you didn't notice, because um, the previous generation mm. completely failed us and didn't teach us how to take care of ourselves. So we had to kind of do it ourselves. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's kind of like, you know, at this point, it's like learn from our mistakes people learn from our mistakes yeah. you know learn from us yeah. that way you you don't have to endure being stuck on a freeway in the middle of the night thinking damn why don't i have jumper cables yeah. <laughs> so. that, that sort of thing uh a lot of it is stuff that unless you've you've run into the problem mm-hmm. you aren't prepared for it which is which sounds obvious like well of course but you cross that bridge when i get there that kind of thinking um, but the reality is that always kind of screws you over just being unprepared. Um, and not in the, like, this is why I carry two knives, uh, 16 feet of paracord, a full first aid kit, all on a fanny pack, but I call it an everyday carry. It's not a fanny pack. It's a fanny pack. It's but my it's man camo. purse. It's my purse. <laughs> I just carry it. Like, I would just say merce. it's a purse. It's like when I'm traveling, I carry a purse. It just makes sense. Is it isn't that (laughs) isn't that what they didn't they try to call it that for a little while? A purse, like a man purse type of thing. Yeah, really stupid. Which was just like like that's first of all, it can you could just call it a satchel if you're not mad enough to call it a purse. Fine, although technically a purse is like a is a small coin bag. A purse doesn't refer to like a large bag with a strap on it. That's a satchel, yeah, a coin purse. Exactly. exactly. A purse is a simple, single opening thing. That's a specific word. We just misuse it to refer to a women's satchel because why? Why can't a woman just be wearing a satchel? Mm -hmm. Same reason why can't a guy just carry a purse? But so when you when you have a but when you get it camo, it's everyday carry as opposed to you know a a fanny pack. Mm -hmm. It's it's a fanny pack. Yeah, there you go. It's a fanny (laughs) pack. It goes on your fanny. That's where you wear it, and it's a pack. Yeah, you're packing your fanny. And, it, anyway. it, and, it always, <laughs> and it's just the the opposite of like being cool and self-reliant just like if you have to carry everything with you all the time then you're not cool and self-reliant you're just like paranoid oh you're, you're yeah paranoid. you're paranoid so there's a fine line there and i think uh, a great place to start like you said jumper cables exactly so, i find a lot of people don't carry jumper cables anymore no they they really don't so just to go ahead and tell you the the episode here if you haven't figured it out this is the survivor's guide part two no bear drill so we just can't no anyway so it's <laughs> carlo and vada doing survival advice <laughs> like you're stuck living in this world you, heads up this is going to come up <laughs> that yes. kind of survival advice and, and, and also, not gonna tell anyone how to start a fire without matches exactly and it's like you know because we are living in this world and uh you know it's hard life yeah. is hard it loves yeah. to life the, loves to fuck with you so with the fall of the american empire and the yeah, like, uh the, the and the and late stage capitalism before it all falls apart you know, there's there's <laughs> all kinds of things that 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 are bound to happen but let's go ahead and let let's jump off with jumper cables seeing that yeah. carlo did bring up jumper cables let's talk about jumper cables something that you desperately need in your vehicle is a good pair of jumper cables and you can get those from any auto shop or at hell you can even get those from like target or walmart you know it's in the automotive aisle get yourself a pair of jumper cables and the reason you want that for people who aren't like 
what the hell's jumper cables? Because like me and you know what that is, and so other people That's might. That's true. Like, there it's are hard some to say where to... are like I, I have no idea where a jumper cable is. There are a pair of cables that you connect to your it, when your car battery dies and leaves you stranded somewhere. What you need are these jumper cables that you connect to the battery post. All right. You'll figure all this out once it happens, but you connect it to your battery post. And then depending on what positive negative nodules on the actual battery itself. Yes. Uh, red is positive, so you put the red handle to the red, and the black is a negative, so you put the black handle to the black post. And then what's going to happen is you take the opposite ends of those jumper cables, which are going to have the exact same color coordinating and the exact same kind of alligator guard type of mouse that you clip on to someone else's car battery. Should you find someone nice enough to give you a jump? This is or if you're being a good person and you're giving someone else a jump. Yes, exactly. Then you connect it to your battery or their battery. They will start their car and just let it idle for a little bit maybe even they might hit the gas for a moment this sends a charge from their battery to your dead battery which should be more than enough to get you to a auto store so you can get a new car battery or to get to a mechanic should it be something else or if Um, it's just a matter of getting home tonight yeah then you deal with it tomorrow all your friends will tell you did you check the alternator that's yes. the first thing everyone says. Well, how's the alternator? And In the case you're wondering, is, yeah. uh, after you drive for about 30 minutes, just keep driving for a little while. Even if you get home, just circle the block a few times. It's fine. When you park, if it does not start when you uh, uh, when you turn the key that next morning, yeah, the alternator isn't working. Let's yeah. say no. <laughs> And the alternator charges the battery mm-hmm. off of the battery, initial battery charge. And in some cases, depending on the model of your car, you'll find that out even quicker. Like after you take disconnect the jumper cables and you put it into drive, it'll just, that's it. And then you can get a second jump. It'll start up. And then if it dies again, it's definitely your alternator. Yeah. And you're just going to have to go buy a new alternator. There's no way around that. Uh, so you're totally you found this, out something new you know <laughs> I, i'm very much not a uh, mechanically inclined uh car guy in the least mm-hmm. but that still falls under the well you own one right well then you're stuck having to know a couple of things yeah. this falls under that exactly like, pump, like, don't pump gas uh know which gas your car takes mm-hmm. use the correct type of gas uh being able to jump a car now personally I don't actually, and this is, I'm not, not following my own bias here. I don't carry jumper cables in my car. What I have is a jump battery pack. It's a large battery pack. It charges overnight once every like six months or so. Um, and it has, it has normal jumper cables on the end, but it plugs in. It is a flashlight. It is a battery pack with a USB port so I can charge my phone on it. Um, and it will jump a car. It holds a bat- the charge for, for up to a year the one I have, but I still recharge it to top it off every year. Um, and it takes, it'll have, it even has a little battery meter of a hundred percent. And as you use it, it goes down as the battery just loses juice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've watched it go over the course of a, a year. I didn't use it a single time. It went down to about 80 foot, 83%. Mm-hmm. I've had it with uh, my old, I had an old jalopy that I had to jump all the time and it still kept above 70 over the course of six months jumping it almost every day because i couldn't afford to get it uh, get it dealt with but it kept going and charging battery uh lasted forever you could i could jump my car i could take it out jump someone else's car super convenient but it's the initial buy-in jumper cables you can get for less than 50 bucks this was 150 so it's more expensive but it has definitely saved my ass oh yeah definitely and and see the cool thing about what you have is that isn't dependent upon someone helping you out because like Mm -hmm. with a pair of regular jumper cables which you're probably going to pay way you're going to pay like less than 40 bucks for jumper cables the thing is you're dependent on someone volunteering to let you you know take a jump from their vehicle because that means they have to pop their hood they have to let you hook up to their you know battery they're 15 minutes late to wherever they were going yeah exactly like you are asking someone to take some time out of their day which is not a lot to ask no but these days people look for every excuse to be self-centered exactly a little self-sufficiency won't hurt and i encourage you if you have one and i've done it 
uh, I have made very, very like fast friends for just a few minutes, very amicable conversation with people because someone was couldn't get they were stuck in Texas heat and no one was uh, had jumper cables to help them. I was the third person I asked for a jump and I was like, I got you jump the car. There you go. Took a couple of seconds, chatted for a minute. Very nice guy. But I don't know. He had been out there for maybe an hour. Yeah. And, let, five minutes and, to help and seeing that we're on auto- automobiles, let's go mm-hmm. ahead and I'm going to throw out a couple more too. Uh, now yours is very useful for multiple situations. Like if you're in like a kind of a disaster situation too, oh, yeah. it has a flashlight, has ability to charge your phone. So you have a really, really cool uh, device there, which is something a lot of people should look into, especially when a hurricane season comes up, but staying on the car, Here's something else that you may want to consider. Um, much like what Carlo has, a jumper box, you may want to consider getting yourself a tire inflator. Oh, I need one of those. Yeah. Oh, those things. Let me tell you, I had a flat. I did not have one. Sadly, my mom actually had one. I don't live with my mom, but, you know, she had called me and she was, I was like, I'm, I'm trying to change a flat right now. Oh, do you need air? I was like, yes, mom, it's flat. And she's like, I have one of those, you know, uh, inflators. I was like, oh, okay. So I walked my fat ass over to her house. (laughs) And I got to tell you, that thing was it was a it was a craftsman one not that we plugged mm-hmm. but it, that's what it was it was a nice craftsman inflator mm-hmm. and it worked really well and i was like oh my god it inflated enough to where i could get it to a tire shop because the the tire was just it had to be completely replaced mm-hmm. uh so those things are very useful to have too and the neat thing about it is it does run off of uh battery like in the sense of whether you're putting in batteries in it, but it also has a cigarette lighter port or outlet (laughs) and you stick it in there. If your car still has a cigarette lighter port and, uh, and you, uh, you can still get one of the little cigarette lighter USB uh, things. You can get them at most gas stations for two bucks. Exactly. And then that just, that was really such a lifesaver because let me tell you, I've had to change a tire in blazing hot texas heat Mm -hmm. and that is no fun uh when you're somewhere and then you got to change it so let's talk about that tire really quick yeah (laughs) something you need to carry in your vehicle and no joke um so what you really need is a tire wrench and they're all different types of styles but the most common one is the one that looks like an x or a cross and it will basically be like two iron bars that are welded together and it looks like a cross or an X and each at the tip of each uh, point is basically a lug nut wrench. So you use that to, you stick down the tire and then you use the other two to kind of help give you some uh, leverage to get that lug nut off. Cause Oh my God, one of the worst things in the world is a lug nut that won't come off. Oh, Uh, been there a few times and just such a nightmare so that is something you definitely need now a lot of times people don't know this either uh if you buy a vehicle and it has that safety jack that comes with it Mm -hmm. that safety the handle that cranks that safety jack is normally normally yeah uh the same size as your lug nut and that is also yeah it should be And that is also a tire wrench. So you want to make sure you have that. You really do that. Actually, you just want to have the jack and the damn tire wrench is what you want. Yeah, because if you don't have if if you don't have uh, a a a a car jack for your vehicle, Mm -hmm. you can't lift it up. You're not going to have a good time getting a tire on there. No, no, you're going to have a nightmare of a time. Yeah. And, and trust us, these are two grown men who have probably lived through this many, many times. Yeah. You definitely want these things in there. Uh, you do not want to be without them. Um, one last thing that I can think of that you probably really need in your arsenal for your car, definitely, and this is just a good rule of thumb to have this anywhere, is a first aid kit. You know, have access to uh, some basic first aid. Yeah, just have. Yeah, just keep it in the glove compartment. I know I have a I have a carrier first aid kit in the glove compartment myself. Um, You can just not go wrong with the first aid kit and 
some oh one other thing and then i'm gonna leave the car thing alone unless you have <laughs> anything else um I, I was, I, all i want to add is a, a little plastic garbage bag <laughs> like oh, a, a okay. little like reusable garbage bag those so it's are just, useful it is easy to forget just like I'm gonna, i'll just drop it here i'll get it later and mm-hmm. then you're you have like a bunch of shit in your car and you look like a you look like a ferret or something oh yeah absolutely but in order to help you find that trash you're trying to clean out when it's pitch dark you need to make sure you have a flashlight <laughs> a good emergency have, flashlight like yeah i have i have two i have mm-hmm. uh one that is I've had for a very long time. I've had it for like more than 15 years now it has a, uh, a little uh, wire coated magnet. Mm-hmm. So it, as it, I just have to shake it for a while and it lights up. No batteries needed. It's lasted me for more than 15 years. Oh yeah. Per- one of the best purchases I've ever made. It is not super strong, but you, as long as you keep, you can shake it like a shake weight or what have you, you have light. So that has been fantastic uh, in several situations. I also have one that is the big heavy duty, duty uses the giant nine volt batteries. Uh, it has a seatbelt cutter on it. It's got a glass breaking uh, ha- uh, hammer on it mm-hmm. and it's got an LED strip. So you can use it as like a signal light. But the one time I actually went to reach for it, the batteries were dead. <laughs> so that happens, I gotta, I've yeah. since replaced them, but that's one of those things about having those, having a, you should the definitely have a flashlight. Ones. Yeah. yeah the, the little shake one has never failed me and that, that says a lot so if you can get a little like one with a battery in it that you can just charge up without having with without a having to uh, remember batteries mm. could save your life and that that's something of now that carlos brought it up it is a good idea to have it and it's totally dependent on whether you think you need one or not um those tools that have the little glass breaker on it and have a little seatbelt cutting razor on it. Those are useful too if you're in a really bad situation. The other thing I want to remind people of, because people don't think about this or have never even known it, the head seat, the headrest on your seat, if you Mm. pull that up, it has two spikes on it. And that's actually meant to be a glass breaker. If you're in a lot of people don't think about it because it's your headrest, right? And so no one thinks about that. But if you pull that up, it has two spikes and you can actually break out the glass that way too. So a little more automotive advice for for you guys. But I'm going to stop unless there's anything else you want to add, Carla, on that one. No? Uh, for cars, not really. Okay. Let's Let's jump into like, you're at home, you got your living situation going on. Let's talk about a little bit of maintenance and things to make the home run a little bit smoother. Um, one thing I'm gonna throw out, and let, let's look at it like this. Okay, so let's give a scenario. You are first time living on your own. You got an apartment or you rented a house or something like that. Let, let me give you just a small piece of advice. Do not go crazy and get yourself in debt. A lot of people are like, oh my God, I need brand new furniture. It, that, that, that is a nice thing to have. It's a luxury yeah. item to have. Uh, you can find, and this is just my advice, you can find really good secondhand of furniture for way less. Yep. And... It, it will work just as well because it's your first place. It's your first apartment. Uh, the bad thing is like a lot of times when you go to a different apartment, you're going to find having all that brand new furniture is a hassle and you're either going to put it in storage <laughs> or you're just going to sell it off or pitch it because it's too much of a hassle to take with you. Take advantage of someone who made that mistake. <laughs> I, I can't, I bought this, I bought for $700, this lovely uh, fake antique all wood uh, desk of drawers that specifically goes behind the couch. My new place doesn't have a place for that couch. So I got to get rid of both these fucking things now. <laughs> That'll happen to you. That'll absolutely happen to you. It will. Um, you get excited. I mean, you get excited about yeah. your first place and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to do it upright. And yes, doing things upright is nice, but do it at a convenient price because the secondhand furniture, like let's just say, example, you go to places like Goodwill or something like that. They have furniture sections there. You clean it up. Half the furniture is actually in pretty good shape. Uh, you clean it up. 
install it in your house it's just as good you know a sofa is a sofa you know (laughs) it is better that it, it it is better that it's comfortable and feels like your place than to have like a matching set from uh you know somebody's fall collection or whatever it, that's not gonna matter and it'll never look as nice in your house mm-hmm. it'll never look like you live there it'll always look at best like it's in a catalog yeah there are co-signment shops uh ask ask um friends and friends of friends look up uh, uh craigslist is so good for that sort of thing oh it yeah is, it is the amount of money you save mm-hmm. uh can be huge or what, what's the thing called on face it's is it facebook offer up or is it facebook uh, that, there's something called offer up, or something yeah. like that there's so, a few things like that yeah. yeah so those are also really good ideas too be safe when you do those though because course, you know, that's yeah. where you go meet somebody it's like oh well now i'm dead huh. so mm-hmm. be careful of that type of thing but you know consider it consider it i mean hey if your finances say hey we're buying brand new furniture knock yourself out i know when i started off when i bought this house carlo mm-hmm. kid you not uh i bought it off this little old lady she left the couches which was cool because i mean she couldn't take it with her so she left me the couches they were gorgeous couches but they were like little old lady couches and then the only other piece of furniture i had in my house was a mattress that i had on the floor because i was starting off you know uh so consider secondhand and after that you know it just it's been great you know it really has been uh, and you don't go into that credit debt either in financing furniture, you know? Yeah. So moving along, let's talk about other very valuable tips that you need in your house. Let's show, should we deal with safety first, Carlo? Um, yeah, we get some safety stuff. You know, let, so. them, let them die first and then figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So safety. Uh, I cannot emphasize this enough. Uh, you need a good fire extinguisher. You can get a good fire extinguisher for actually 20 bucks, but make sure that if you buy it, whether you buy it at the store or online, that it says rechargeable, okay? Because that means that you can take it to a fire station when it needs to be recharged, and they will do that there. And sometimes on certain days, they do it for free. Sometimes it's a small marginal fee, but Mm -hmm. uh, you want to make sure that you get one that says rechargeable. Because that's you don't want to keep rebuying fire extinguishers all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to get the one you're done, make sure it's good for when something happens. And you definitely want to keep at least one more likely in your kitchen, but you may want to keep one in your laundry room too. And let me tell you why. Here's a safety tip and a good reason why you should do it. Uh, Carlo, one of the number one reasons house fires happen is can you guess could you could you guess uh i can pretend to guess because you told me earlier yes well pretending <laughs> let's let us use our acting skills and let us uh, people falling asleep while smoking in their house like that animals. should actually that should does happen but yes <laughs> that used to they used to be a bigger problem it is so that has got yeah. curbed that now since a lot of people can't smoke in their houses yeah so it's like that that is actually one damn good way of burning your house down is getting drunk falling asleep while you're having a cigarette and catching on fire and that that is a problem but that even though that is an amazing guest i i'm going to tell you what it is it is your dryer and the reason it's your dryer, like your washer and dryer, if you, if you have a house or if you have an apartment that has those uh, nice little amenities there, the reason those catch on fire is because people tend to forget to clean the lint traps. Yep. And they uh, just let... Ramp it in apartment complexes. Oh, yeah. So if you have a shared... Uh, uh, if you use a shared dryer with uh, other units in a complex of some sort, you be the responsible one yourself. When you use that thing, you clean out that lint trap. Yeah, you definitely be the bigger person because that is how fire just goes. Lint is like, it's also one of these things. It's also a survivor hack. Like if you pull the lint out of your lint dryer and you put it like in a plastic bag or a tin, mm-hmm. they I tell them. you, yeah, they tell it's you. It's perfect that, tinder to, to start a fire exactly, when you're camping. Exactly. You can build a camping fire using lint because it is so flammable and so if you can imagine that you have this metal unit 
in your house or your apartment and you've never cleaned it and the dryer's whole job is to get hot <laughs> put it together folks. you know folks, not hard. It, it will catch on fire at some point if you don't maintain it properly and that means definitely cleaning out that uh lint trap which mm -hmm. you just it's normally just a vent you pull out you just shake off that lint and throw it away and there you go that's that's it that's done fire done. safety number one and now every now and then they do recommend that you change the the dryer vent hose uh which honestly it was like a good eight years before i changed mine <laughs> because i realized huh wait a minute something's not right and uh i realized oh i need to change the the dryer vent duct is i'm sorry not hose but duct you need to make sure you change that too uh but that not as often as the yeah. the lint trap the lint trap you got to do at least once a week at least once a week yeah um i'm just, sure if something's going in clear the lint trap it's exactly. it's not just it takes a second mm -hmm. it's it truly is not a not a step the main thing is being made aware because again exactly if you haven't been told that i mean people still like, know yeah yeah exactly you know? yeah exactly and it's like I, I remember the first time i figured that out like a i wouldn't say a friend of mine but an acquaintance of mine they they were living in a, a hotel because that's how their house caught on fire mm -hmm. was because of the lint trap and i was yeah. like wow i never thought about that but see it took it happening to somebody to realize i need to make sure that doesn't yeah. happen to me and in the event that your house does catch on fire a you got a fire extinguisher but b something else you need is a fire alarm yes you oh my god carlo i have you you've been to my house i have two fire alarms in my mm -hmm. house i have one in the hallway one in the living room yeah they say you should have one in each bedroom and i couldn't agree more uh, my house is a little bit is just a two bedroom. So I have it in the hall that leads to the two bedrooms. So right. if you hear it there, you know, you're, you're yeah. hearing it everywhere. But you can get a good fire alarm for about $7, seven up if you want, you know, depending on what you need. Most of them run on nine volts, but uh, you cannot go wrong with a good fire alarm. Yeah, uh, it will save your life if anything ever happens so definitely make sure that you get that and of course as always the good oh. first aid kit <laughs> before we leave the fire alarms mm -hmm. check the battery mm -hmm. the game new ones and it just it sucks that they have to use the weird ones that no one that they, no one else uses that type of battery <laughs> they just have to use that battery yeah. fine it's because they last longer mm -hmm. check them every few months press the go up go take it down press the button if it chirps good mm -hmm. doesn't get a new fucking battery yeah if it goes off at an inconvenient time like you're cooking and everything's fine but it went off just press the button i have weirdly known people that will let it keep screeching while they like try to put like put the uh like you know they, they're like they burn food and they're trying to put that out or they don't they have a vent but they don't want to fucking use it or the uh person or the person who built the house is stupid and didn't put in a good vent it's like mm. what, what what if i try to use the, the oven steve anyways um go press the button it'll turn it off yes absolutely it'll go off again yeah if you don't deal with it yes it'll go off again that's what it's for but there's a little button on it you press it and it goes like oh you're aware cool you absolutely. got to figure shit out or i'm going to go off again but that's a <laughs> good that's a good service um i've had i have neighbors that um they burnt a pizza and they just let it scream because no one told them how to turn it off they thought you had to make the smoke go away in order for it to go off i you know what i can see people thinking that though yeah if they don't know it's like oh my god let me just let's air yeah. out the house while this yeah, thing yeah. is screaming and we're they have all a going, window and they're trying yeah. to push the smoke through the window like that's how that works and we're all going death because that is because a they high don't know pitch frequency yeah. it, it it needs to be a abhorrent noise it has to like shock you into paying attention mm -hmm. it's one of those things like you can't get used to it like um car alarms people like it used to be a very considered a very jarring noise mm -hmm. now it's so commonplace everyone no. ignores it yeah no, no one, one gives a no shit no no like one a... looks yeah no one even looks they just go like that doesn't i don't think that's mine i'm just gonna keep walking yeah <laughs> yeah it's better oh, i don't look. think that's mine so yeah, like hmm 
Yeah, yeah look, completely useless. I'm going to go back into the target now. <laughs> yep. Yep. But yeah, seeing that you said alarms, let's go ahead and deal with alarms. Shall we deal with alarms? Sure. Let's deal with some alarms. So I'm going to give you uh, what I call a poor man's James Bond alarm here. Uh, <laughs> And, and, and Carlo brought this up, too, because I totally forgot about that these things existed. But you can buy if you're living on your own. And sometimes, let's admit it, the very first time you're living on your own, you're away from your family for the first time, you, you get scared. It's you, you don't know what the fuck you're going to. I yeah. remember the first time I moved. I moved out when I was 18. I moved in this little house. I had no fucking idea what all the noises were that because the house is settling or there's something else running under the house. And it's like, what the fuck is that? And so you just have a hell of a time sleeping because yeah. you think something's trying to come in and kill you. And in my case, it could be, it could be, it could be your ex trying to come yeah. in and kill you. I mean, that's not unusual for me. Right. Carlo. Yep. I mean, so you want to take some safety precautions. And when you're starting off again, cash flow could be a problem. And you can go to a dollar store and buy these door alarms that that just they stick up on your door on it with an adhesive. It has a part of it's on the frame, parts on the door. Yeah. And as they're if they're touching, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. But if they separate for two for like three seconds, five seconds, you can even set the time, mm-hmm. or or it sets off as soon as it it separates. As soon as it separates, too, you know, mm-hmm. it will send an alarm off to let you know, hey, you know, you have a break in type of someone at the back door. Yeah, exactly. So those are always useful, and you can get like, I don't know, if you got ten bucks, get ten of them. I I don't know why you would need ten of them, but maybe you do. I I don't know your life. <laughs> I like I like the idea of having four on having four on my back door. There you go. Make, What's happening? Make absolutely <laughs> sure that nothing's coming to kill you. I totally get yep. it. So uh, that is always a good idea. Another good idea, and this is like to go like dirt poor, dirt dirt poor. Uh, you can also tie bells on your door. Yeah, like which like is a, also a good like an old timey shop. Yeah, ding 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 ding, like ding ding ding. Oh yeah. shit someone's here to kill me okay let me get up nope. <laughs> let me greet them finally so, would, would you like some broth before this happens <laughs> <laughs> i want you to be welcome to my house <laughs> uh, i have otter pops would you like now would you like what one of those i mean have you ever seen my funko pop collection <laughs> so i mean you could do uh things like that just yep. just as a nice little uh alarm type of safety thing for yourself and i've mentioned it before i'm gonna mention again and always mention it always have a first aid kit always 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 oh when you whether keep one in your house and in your car that is always good rule of thumb right there yeah um um a few years ago some friends um there's like three apartments back uh some friends wanted to film a scene for the uh for a little movie they were working on Mm -hmm. uh they're using our pool and one of the girls is supposed to like jump in the pool and it's like, oh, she's in her, she's in a bikini. So she's a cute little girl, cute chick. And she jumps into the pool and they, because they didn't bring enough lights, they had her jump in the shallow end. Oh shit. Yeah. So her ankle just goes the wrong way. It's mm. immediately starting to go purple. She's like crying and everyone's just sort of staring like, what do we do? I'm like, I thought you guys were running a, a film set. Do you have a, someone who knows first aid? Like, uh, do you have a first aid kit? Uh, so I, I have like, I, I get like, I go, I'm like, I'm in my like jeans and a shirt, but I go in the pool, I get her carrier, put her on the table. I go get my first aid kit and it doesn't, I'm like, okay, this looks really bad, but it's not, doesn't look like anything's broken. It looks like you sprained your ankle real bad. It's going to hurt like hell. It's going to go purple. You're not going to want to walk on it too much. All we can do, keep the swelling down. I'm going to get some, uh, and I got some uh, mentholated cream. We wrapped it so to keep the a little pressure, just so to, sw- to keep the swelling down. And I gave her some ice. But I, but it was all stuff I like. I have this because mm-hmm. it comes up. Luckily, yeah. it was like no, there was no skin breakage. There was no bone breakage. It was just you know a, a shady little situation. But it helped to have enough sense to go like, well, here's some mentholated cream for the pain. Uh, here's some painkillers that you can take orally here uh, and we can wrap it up with some uh, an ace bandage and a little bit of and, and do something rather than just 
stare at someone who is hurt and go like, oh, yeah. And, and that's something that's something that you may want to consider, too, is taking first aid courses, because I mean, yeah. and you can find a lot of those for free at community places where you learn CPR, you learn how to set a leg. Well, hopefully you'll never have to set someone's leg. Yes. That is a nightmare. Uh, but, you know, it does happen where people, you know, will break something, yeah. you know, absolutely positively will happen. Uh, Carlo, you, I think you were there when I broke my foot while I was at a rehearsal. Yep. Well, I'm not the one who was in the pool, ladies and gentlemen. No, no. I was actually conducting a, a rehearsal at a, uh, in this rehearsal room for a show that we're doing. We were yep. doing Pillow Man, if, yep. if I recall. And I fell down a flight of stairs. I misstepped, fell down it, and fucking broke my foot in half. Yeah, like not like a toe broke, like broke that fucker in half. <laughs> <laughs> Had to go to the fucking ER, and oh my god, that was when I saw it swell bigger than my shoe. I'm like, yeah, this is broken. We need to. Yep. Drove my ass to the ER. But you know, th there are things that you should definitely know how to do in yep. the event of an emergency because they do happen. Yeah, just even like little basic stuff. It's not, I get it that not everyone has the time and money to go and get like full CPR training. It's a fucking shame. Um, but knowing how to deal with like a simple sprain, that's because I was lucky enough that when I was in high school, they had, there was a home ec class. Oh, yeah. You have to take a home ec class. And one of the, I was like, okay, here's how to deal with like some minor first aid stuff. Mm -hmm. Minor, like just the very beginnings of stuff and like everything ends with, but seek someone who knows what they're doing. Um, some cooking, laundry, uh, balancing a checkbook, like what that actually means. It means nothing now. People have no idea what that means now, but like it, actually balancing a checkbook well, when you would write checks out to people. Yeah. Isn't that where you take the book and you put it on your finger and you see you spin it. Balance it? Yeah, that's that's what it was back then. <laughs> it, it, it was it basically was a very simple form of an Excel sheet mm. without an Excel uh, program, just writing it in little boxes. Yeah. That's all. But it was still like how to do that stuff. And I hated that since I was like in the fancy program, the spell, the, you know, the fancy kid, uh, smart kid classes, um, they didn't offer it to us. Mm -hmm. They only offered it to the uh, the 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 not gifted and talented. They were they call they always call them like the comprehensive program or the regular kids because the school is run by assholes. The do you understand what I'm saying program? Yep. <laughs> it was the hope you like going. I hope you want to do the military uh, program. Yeah, like uh, most of my friends that uh, were in that program ended up going to the military yeah it was either but, back then they used to it's either military or prison for you which one is yeah, yeah. <laughs> they would tell us shit like that growing up i was like okay well i guess i'm military <laughs> you guys will take that one okay. yeah, but but they were offered a home ec class and i had to like i had to like basically demand it uh yeah. but I, I had to like fight my way in but i got into it and i was glad i did i thought it was a really good class um and find out like most people don't have don't get Basically, here's some basic life skills that unless someone sits down and teaches you, you need it will to know hurt you not to have them. Yeah, no, it, it's it's crucial, especially living on your own. Like you need to learn how to do your own laundry. You need to mm -hmm. learn how to cook some basic meals. You need to learn how to, you know, hygiene, cleanliness in your house is important. Mm -hmm. You know, some basic upkeep in your house is also very, very important. Yeah. There's um, even some um, basic etiquette. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like just like rules of like rules of um, uh, going out to eat, going out to like a very fancy dinner with like mm -hmm. when there's like nine forks. Like, what do we do outside in? Just just go in as you go. Things too, yeah. you know. And speaking of nice to know things, let's talk about like just the basic maintenance thing on your house. Like we already talked about the the lint trap, right? And that's mm -hmm. a basic maintenance thing. Something else you want to learn how to do because it will eventually happen is how to unclog your sink. Mm. Yeah, because that will have, and mostly that occurs in the bathroom sink, you know, or in the bathtub, uh, your kitchen sink, not so much, but it can happen. And that's a very simple type of procedure. You just, if you have one of those sink stoppers, you mostly take those out and you put a little, depending on how far down the clog might be, uh, you put a 
kind of a rotor-rooter type of thing down there and mm. you just kind of jiggle a it out or yeah. yeah and that normally loosens it up and then it's it's kind of good to go from there mm. um, i like to use a make a slurry with a little bit of baking soda mm-hmm. just enough water so that it's like a, like it's almost like curry in texture mm-hmm. pour that down give it a little while to like sit in and like kind of soak into the mm-hmm. into the clog mm-hmm. then hit it with vinegar so it does the like, uh, you know, the grade school volcano thing. Yeah. So it forces it to all fizz and expand. That usually will clear like simple clogs and it'll remove if there's any odor coming out, it'll clear that out too, since vinegar will burn that away. Oh, yeah. And and those are those are just some valuable little maintenance tips there. Like, you know, you definitely want to learn how to do those things. And, and they're important for you to learn. They, yeah. they really are just as important as learning how to jumpstart your car, you know, it's just, it's going to happen yeah. eventually. It may not happen for like four or five years, but it's eventually going to come up and yeah. happen. And you don't want to end up like, it's something like a very, very simple clog. And then you've called a plumber and then they're going to charge you a very, very big price to fix that. Yeah. You, you just don't want to be in that situation. Yeah. Cause Definitely. you can go like to the dollar store and get like a little plastic snake. Mm-hmm. Uh, since my, since, for I haven't cut my hair through the pandemic, so it's gotten like ridiculous. Um, so I'm like my my shower drain is getting clogged. So I had to get like I got a special like uh, mushroom thing that sticks in there to catch as much hair as possible, but it still gets clogged uh, pretty often. So that's why I started use I started using um, that solution I ma- I mentioned with I was doing it with lavender oil to make it smell nice, mm-hmm. uh, but I've since stopped because concentrated oils are really bad for pets. Since I got martini, I can't use that anymore. Right. It still works the same way, but it was just a matter of like, I, my hair has never been this long in my life. Mm-hmm. It never it was never this much of a problem, like causing clogs. The last two years, it has become a major problem. So I figured out how to deal with it. But again, unless you run into the problem, you won't know how to deal with it. And it was something I found on YouTube. Like YouTube is an endless uh, supply of information. A lot of it is garbage. A lot of it is meaningless. Mm. But there are plenty of people that are just like, hey, I figured out how to do this. If you're looking how to do it, here's how. Yeah. They're not terribly fun to watch, but you can learn a lot by just going on YouTube and going, seeing someone who's like, hey, I had to figure this out. Yeah. Little simple things, just little simple things yeah. that, that you should always know how to do. Yeah. Uh, something else that our listeners may want to consider is watching Queer Eye. I'm going to tell you, (laughs) like, no joke, like, um, one of the best little shows ever seen, and this is especially useful for men, uh, the show Queer Eye really does teach you how to dress a little bit better, and certain other little things that you just didn't, you wouldn't think of, like, how to match your pants and certain types of shirts and certain types of uh, designs on the shirts, like it is a pretty fascinating show. So if you're a single man out there, because uh, it is more geared towards men, and it does well, I mean, now and then do stuff with women as well. But definitely check that out. That is just a really good little uh, a show on tips and how to kind of maintain and how to take <laughs> care of yourself. And I was like, oh that is really neat i never thought of that yeah, even in it's a, an original car incarnation mm-hmm. uh years ago completely different group and it was uh, oh, yeah. the full name was queer eye for the straight guy mm-hmm. the idea was like because uh everything is kind of geared towards cis heterosexual white men they didn't know how to like do anything everybody was just like no whatever you do is fine everyone else has to have higher standards so it was just set up like, actually, that's not true. You all look like idiots. This <laughs> is very like kind, gentle, dress like an adult. Stop dressing like that. You're not, you're yeah. not, you're not the beach. Wear pants. Like, like wear proper hey, pants. Exactly. Or wear the, why are you wearing brown socks with that shirt? What the fuck is wrong with you? You look like an idiot. That, and it was just very kindly doing that. So the show kind of continues with that with always a air of uh, humanity and kindness, like, it's oddly like the show could could very well be and probably considered hilarious if it was like meaner but it's not it's a very like kind show of just like hey you don't for whatever reason we're not going to say why we're not going to discuss that that's not important your life will be better for your quality of life will go up 
mm-hmm. if you if you if you will allow us to give you some good advice and, and they really do have some good advice like it, it really Absolutely. is very good it's also kind of a really heartwarming show too so you should definitely check that out i mean yeah. if you haven't seen it check it out give it a few episodes you may actually learn something you may say hey I can pull that look off and it might actually look good on you. Or maybe that's a new way of like trimming up my beard or whatever, you know, Uh, all kinds of nifty neo stuff in the show that you could totally use. So that's, and I think that's mostly on Netflix, at least now it is. So that's something you may definitely want to check out uh, as kind of a life advice and a life hack type of thing. Um, Something else that I think, is kind of neat now carlo don't totally laugh at me um this kind of goes in buying in bulk but also kind of taking one thing off of your your plate that you don't have to worry about and it comes out to about the same price um let's talk about your toothbrush shall we let's talk about okay okay so i'm gonna throw this out there y'all can do whatever y'all want now normally people will go to the store and some people will spend a ridiculous amount of money on a toothbrush that's only designed to last for about a month mm-hmm. and then you're going to throw it away am i right or am that's I true wrong? you know people spend oh. for like 15 bucks on one stupid toothbrush and it's like you really don't have to do that you really could go get like a five pack for a dollar at the dollar store but mm-hmm. i'm going to throw out a different idea because when you use a tooth most toothbrushes are made out plastic right so you're just throwing more stuff into the uh into the environment that probably doesn't need to be there you know in my opinion right okay so one thing that is the neatest thing that i found it is a 12 pack of bamboo toothbrushes Oh, okay. Are the bristles bamboo? Huh? Are the bristles bamboo? No, no. The handle's bamboo. I'm not exactly sure what the bristles are made of, but the handle is definitely bamboo. And I got to tell you, I use this and I am super impressed with it because I'm not going to tell you, go do something that I haven't done yet. That toothbrush, super impressive, really durable. Uh, and then you get 12 of them for a shit you not. Like, it's around $7. Okay, yeah. And so you have an entire year's worth of toothbrushes for 7 bucks. And then when you throw them away, at some point they're going to biodegrade because they're made out of bamboo. It's just bamboo, yeah. It's just, it's really, really better for the environment. So that's something to consider as well as being a little bit more responsible, a little bit more sustainable and over something that's very, very simple. Like you can go online, uh, get these for get your 12 pack. I paid about $7 and this will last for a good long time. I'll look into that actually. Yeah. Yeah. It it is just really neat. The, the handle is just this flat bamboo and it just, you know, when you're done with it, you're going to throw it away anyway. So it might as well biodegrade and not be an issue for the rest of the world. Or just feed it to your pet panda. (laughs) Yes. Or feed it to your panda. That's another thing. If you have one, (laughs) it's a very, very interesting, fascinating little thing that I discovered. And I was like, I think this should be shared with many, many people. So there you go. Many, many people consider that. Um, Here's something else to kind of consider. Carlo, have you ever been in a situation where your phone died and you needed to call somebody? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's pretty rare. I I charge. Oddly, people don't do this. I charge my phone every night, every day. I do that charged. too. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't understand why people were like, oh, I've gone on without charging. How? Like, why? Why? Well, how did you let that happen? Um, one thing that I'm going to suggest to people is writing down emergency phone numbers. So, for example, if your phone dies or worst case scenario gets stolen or destroyed and you don't have anyone's number because they're all in your phone that was just stolen or destroyed, 
How are you going to call anybody? Nope. You, you need to have numbers written down somewhere so you can contact somebody in the event of an emergency. Or, you know, just, you know, you can have it on a piece of paper or in a phone book. I think they still sell those where you have a little phone and address book and, and things like that, where you can contact someone if you're having a serious emergency. Back in the day, that's how we used to do it. But now it's it's different. You don't do it. People don't memorize numbers anymore like they used to. Yeah. Uh, so it's extremely important to do things like that. I think. And then, you know, find a really good hiding place because Carlo brought up a really good point when we we're discussing this. Uh, what was that point that you had brought up? Um, well, to the to hiding places, there's this weird tendency people have of like buying like a, a gizmo or a thing to make them to their hidey spot. It'll be like a leather, a fake leather bound volume of Oliver Twist that opens up and inside you can hide in like jewels and stuff. Um, but something I found, I, I found, I figured this out when I was a child. Um, I went to a church yard sale and I bought a book on rockets, like an old, it was like blue cloth leather, like not leather, a blue cloth bound uh, novel, like maybe 600 pages of just how rockets work and diagrams and all that. And I went in with a knife and I slowly cut out a whole page after page until I got the entire center, started going to pages and I was going to get it solid. So I'd have my own little book depository where I would hide my valuables thinking, oh, this is like spies and stuff. And then I looked at my, what I had on, on my bookshelf mm -hmm. and I had uh, an, like a kid's animal encyclopedia dictionary, uh, a bunch of encyclopedia brown books and two minute mystery novels, uh, comic books, uh, and then Oliver Twist. <laughs> it was like this big, huge rocket book on uh, with like the, the physics and trigonometry of rockets. Like, well, that's the most obvious thing in the world. If I was looking for someone's valuables, that's where I would look. Um, and so many different, and so many companies now make things. It'll be like uh, a, a red soda can. It'll say like um, Coop because they can't put Coke on there. So it says Coop or Coat or something. So it's a little, it looks at first glance like a soda, like a, a, like a random soda, except you would presumably you would leave it like in the back. So there's one Coke can all on its own. Mm -hmm. And all the Coke cans are over here. I would pick that. I would grab that. That's obviously a, a safe. Someone puts the, like the big leather and pound volume. Or if you have like a tiny little like freestanding safe, you take the safe, right? If someone's going through your home, they're going to just start, they'll, they'll take those things. And so what something I was thinking was of um, getting a contract with, with, uh, uh, with board game companies. So it'd be like a really nice clue book. So it looked like Clue, like the, the board game Clue, but that's actually a safe with a small, um, that requires a key or requires a, uh, a, a numerical uh, keypad on or hidden, hidden on it. But something where it's like that, you might actually have a couple of things. So you have a couple of uh, board games and then, but still you don't want to have like Clue, Seven Days to uh, Die, Zombie Edition, Monsters, uh, Monsters versus Nuns, and then Candyland. Same yeah. idea. <laughs> so I think, you know, that's that's kind of a good idea when considering you want to put your valuable somewhere, having a, a decent safe or yeah. like Carlos said, like having those little fake books or hiding them in a well, basically a board game. But don't make it too obvious that, hey, this is the one that it's, yeah. in. you know, like. Um, it's it's all kinds of of you know important to think about hey yeah. this isn't as obvious this matches all the rest of the books this is kind of on line with all the rest of the games that i have uh exactly there's someone who, like, who kept um they had like two grand in just cash mm -hmm. rolled up on with rubber bands they left it and they had it um in 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 the the tower of their of their uh personal computer Mm -hmm. and they got, they got robbed mm. they took the computer of course yeah it's like yeah I, I bet they probably never found that money does that make you feel better hmm. does that help like what did they do like it, it they just took your whole damn thing yeah they just gone. took the computer so don't put it in stuff they're going to take 
but don't make it something that like, oh, well, obviously this stands out. Why would they have this here? Yeah, that's not the the best idea. You don't want to no. hide it in something that someone's going to actually steal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that would go horribly wrong. It's like, I wouldn't hide money inside of my mixer. And then they came in, robbed my house, and they took my mixer. Right. That would be like a horrible, horrible thing. Yeah. But like uh, hiding it in things that are conspicuous, uh match what's going on that's that's important that is very very important to do and you just want to make sure that you absolutely positively do hide it in a good spot where people aren't going to be like oh this is let's look under the mattress everyone hides stuff under the mattress yeah don't don't use that as your to go safe place because that's where everyone hides shit oh so you don't want to do that 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 would be very very bad and dumb (laughs) actually a dumb good place if you have a hamper uh if you have a liner in your hamper put it under the, put it in the hamper under the liner yeah absolutely. because they're not going to go they're not going to go through your dirty clothes oh no no half the time they never do that they never ever do that yeah. uh it's just, that's a dumb place to hide something mm-hmm. if it's somewhere like like under those mattresses that hides it from like your aunt like <laughs> someone in the family that's not too close to you that hides it maybe from the kids that won't hide it from someone who's robbing you they'll flip yeah. the mattress yeah they will they'll totally totally do that so just make sure that you kind of scope out your pad and be like "Ooh, this is not obvious let me put it here you know mm-hmm. uh don't put it in your hide it in your antique your antique german stein collection that <laughs> Yep. someone's probably going to take it and like oh damn well there goes my cash you yep. know you know you just don't want that to happen at all so always always be cautious of that hello this is about the vcr show join us next time for part two of survival guide part two actually let's call it part two b of survival guide part two the episode was so long we had to break it down in two but join us as we dispense valuable life advice for you that way you don't end up doing some of the dumb things that we've done so again the vcr show every sunday 3 p.m a new episode drops nine different platforms and until next time be safe and wear a mask wash your hands Definitely wash your hands. Need a clean space? Call a clean space for you in multi-services and ask for our friend Rachel. They can be contacted at 832-297-1704. Or you can email them at a clean space for you at gmail.com. Need some sweet treats for your next big event? Or maybe you just have a sweet tooth. Check out Skippity Cakes. That's Skippity Cakes. S K I P P I T Y C A K E S dot com. Check them out for all of your sweet treat needs. Things such as cakes, cupcakes, and cake pops. Also, check them out for their varieties of face masks, t shirts, and coffee mugs. You can also contact them at 281 221 9703. That's 281-221-9703. Again, that's Skippity Cakes. Say hi to our friend Rosie for us. Need a clean space? Call a clean space for you in multi-services and ask for our friend Rachel. They can be contacted at 832-297-1704. Or you can email them at you at gmail.com. You've been listening to VCR, creative content by Richard Christopher Vada and Carlo Manuel Magana. The logo created by Richard Christopher Vada with assistance from Annie Ramirez. The theme song is The Messenger by Silent Partner and can be found on YouTube Music Library. You can follow us on our social media platforms such as Twitter and Instagram at the vcr show you can also email us your thoughts comments and concerns to the vcr show at gmail.com